It was a different episode. Okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the LTA show. It's going to be a no video. Um, yeah, we're just we're just finished a, a segment for the podcast, and Christian was talking about Joe Rogan and uh, who was it? Al- um, Alex? Alex Jones. Alex Jones. You want to give context because I honestly <laughs> don't know who this person is and what okay. happened. I'll try to explain to the best of my ability. So Alex Jones is basically a far right activist, mm-hmm. and he has a lot of controversial moments in his career. And he has the, you know, he has his own like um, company that I think it's called Infowars, and you know, obviously it's it's biased, right? It's to the right, and uh, people don't like him for the reason that you know one of the infamous things that he's done was say that well, that Sandy Hook wasn't really real; it was like a bunch of actors or something like that. Really? Yeah. Wow. So yeah, he took really, it that far. Yeah, he took it really far, and uh, you know, obviously the parents of those victims were really offended, and you know that wasn't the last thing he did. Eventually, you know, but. The reason people still stick to watching it was, you know, either two things: entertainment, which I do. He's, yeah. You know, I don't take his, you know, I don't take his content seriously. I just want. <laughs> he's just this, you know, ecstatic personality that just surprises me every time I see him. Or number two, you're actually a cult follower and believes everything he says. And the reason I say cult, you know, not to offend people, but you know, he believes, you know, there's actual lizard people. Oh, really? <laughs> he's one of those guys. Like conspiracy theorists? Yeah. Kind of? Oh, okay. And you know, if you know, if Alex Jones ever listens to this, I'm I'm a fu- I'm a fan of yours in terms of entertainment. <laughs> so if you ever, you know, want to meet up, that's perfectly fine, you know? <laughs> I would love to hear more of your stories. He, he also said that the frogs, the water that the government, you know, is disposing of, I think he said. I don't, I'm not sure completely, but he said the, <laughs> the water turned the frogs into, well, homosexuals. He said, he said, these are all things that came out of Alex Jones' mouth, right? During the podcast. Yes. So, he's very controversial. Okay. And the reason, you know, I was talking about this with Felix was, I was joking around saying, like, you know, we should get our feet wet, you know? <laughs> talking about, you know, obviously not that, but, you know, it'll be funny if people on Twitter were like, you should remove Christian, you know, out of, you know. He said something like, controversial. You know, he's doing it right now, you know, but, uh, obviously that'll never happen, I'll. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm quite self-aware. So. I don't think I would cancel you for that. I appreciate that, man. There, I feel like that that's just something... I got my safety net. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're uh, all good in here. But yeah, man, uh, you never watch any other podcasts? Like, you don't watch Joe Rogan yourself? Uh, I feel like I, I've seen a video, maybe like like a quick little highlight clip of it. Okay. I know he's been really popular and he has like his own Spotify deal. Oh, yeah. Where he has like 30 million or something. Something big. Big rec- uh, deal where like he would dedicate his podcast for that platform. A lot, yeah. Which is crazy. I mean like it's interesting because he has like so many like special guest stars. A lot of actors. A lot of like famous people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I haven't really listened to him. I've listened to like, you know, I've mentioned so many times like Gary V. Gary V. Like yeah. that guy. Inspirational guy, isn't he? Definitely. He's like a D student. He was an immigrant. Oh wow! Learned how to hustle as a kid. Now he's doing. I think I like mentioned earlier, like V Friends. It's his own NFT project. Nice. Where like you can actually use that as to get into his convention that he's gonna make. And now he's like, I've heard from his podcast, he's gonna make his own toys, like toy brand, with those NFTs that he made, like artwork. Interesting. So it's like definitely getting like a lot of attention. I, I think it's going to be interesting with how okay. he's doing things. That's really interesting. What do you say? He seems like a very inspirational figure to you. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I assume for a lot of people as well. 
What do you say? He's like kind of like a father figure for those who don't have that father figure. Like in terms of like being someone successful, does he give out like a lot of advice? Yeah, he gives it for free. Like okay. he's not one of those people where he would like make his own course and you gotta pay for it. He like gives oh, okay. really like legit everything for free. Like he has like so many platforms like social media on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, you know, Snapchat, all those like social media platforms and. YouTube, you know, he's doing like so many things. Like he's vlogging his own like trips for business meetings and whatever he does in in the day. He keeps his family like private, which is really surprising, you know. Which is especially, the way to go. yeah. And he's like he's doing so many businesses. He's uh, an investor, early investor of uh, Snapchat. Oh. Uh, I think Venmo, Coinbase, and Facebook, and. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was interesting because, like, he was first a wine guy, and now he's, like, this, like, insane social media guy. But, like, he's just been, like, kind of doing his own things during the scene, like, under, you know, under where... Yeah, under the radar. Yeah, where people couldn't see him, and then now he's, like, just blowing up like crazy. That's cool. And, like, you know, he's answered so many questions that everybody has in terms of, like, business or... He doesn't beat around the bush. No, he's just straightforward. Like, he'll, like, cuss during, like, you know... Speaking events. Keep it real. Yeah. Like, he, that's just the way he talks and that just, you know, he wants to, like, be clear and, like, just straightforward to the answer. Like, he doesn't... Uh, and he gives, like, the same advice, too. Like, it's just how... It's just when are you going to, like, actually initiate? When are you going to, like, step it, step I, into that and, like, uh-huh. do it? I, you know, I find it interesting because all these financial... Well, I'm gonna see. I want to call it financial advisors, but you know, people will give it two cents. Yeah. Of how they work with their own finances, and you know, just give you a little bit of you know that wisdom. I feel like you know that wasn't as common back in the day. Because people were more, I don't want to say selfish, but you know, people would have the mentality like, "Yo, I figured it out myself. Why should I? Why should I tell anyone else about it?" You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, it's reasonable. I get it. You know, maybe you you came from a hard upbringing. You don't want to share that mm-hmm. wisdom. I I respect it. You know, but. Now the times are changing. And now people are willing to like be so transparent. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, they just they open the door for you. You just gotta walk through it. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta do your own research after that. But they tell you like basically the steps of how they became these things, without like you know not making you pay a course like you know that here in my garage guy, <laughs> you know just got this new Lamborghini. Yeah, in my garage. Ty Lopez. There's nothing against him, you know. I can't you know bring down a hustler, but it's not really something yeah. I agree with. <laughs> It's just a different approach yeah. from, from people. I don't know. I mean, he, he kind of fooled me when I was 15. You know, I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I, I remember so clearly. It was late 2015, and his ass would come out all the time, right? And I was I was always saying, man, how did this guy make it? And, like, you know? And why does he want me to go to an external link? <laughs> and then I like, clicked on it, and, you know, they would claim, like, you know, some portion would be free. And then once you go deeper and deeper, it's like, oh, you got to pay $200 for, like, the full thing. It's like, wow. Oh. Like, come on, Ty Lopez. You, you, you can't just, you literally just motivated this 15-year-old boy. And then brought him down with, like, you know, with the fee, you know? He's, like, he's like giving a sneak peek. It's like a trailer to a movie. And he's like, right, now you got to pay to see the whole thing. Oh, man. It's like, like that? Pay to see more. Microtransactions. <laughs> That's basically what it is. It's microtransactions for business, you know, lessons, I guess you call it, you know? Yeah, I mean... But it's insane, man, but, yeah, going back to, uh, you know, the podcast, the reason I brought up Joe Rogan as well was, he's a very, 
very big spokes spokesperson for psychedelics. And, uh, so like drugs? Drugs, yes. And a lot of people, a lot of people find it concerning, right? Because a lot of people feel that he's probably the reason why a lot of kids, or I don't want to say kids, but a lot of people. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I love you, Joe Rogan. I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but you know he always talks about this psychedelic called DMT. And ever since he's, ever since he took it, according to him, he feels like he looks at life differently. You know, this thing called ego death happens, where like he, you know, he gets humbled. Like through this process, he sees like these like advanced beings or something like that, and you know he keeps talking about it so much that you you kind of see an alarming rate of people in the comments like, man, I want to try DMT. You know, it's like it's like little Billy who's like in the fourth grade wants to try it. It's like uh, I don't know, Joe Rogan. You know, we should probably tone it down a bit. Uh. So what what is like DMT? Because I've heard of it once, but I don't actually know what it does to you. <laughs> as much as I heard of it in the countless episodes I heard him talk about it, I think. It's something that you smoke. I'm not quite sure. I don't think I don't think it's like a droplet or something like a pill. It's definitely something you smoke, I believe. But I don't know far past that. You know. Uh, so like maybe it's like it sounds like it's something to calm them down, but also well, hallucinate. Kind of like shrooms. It sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like shrooms a lot. But apparently they say that it, it, you know for it to, to kick in, right? Yeah. Like by the time you exhale it, that's when it starts kicking in. That's how quick it is. <laughs> so by the time you want to do two blows, right, or two, you know, puffs, you're already in another universe, <laughs> which I find horrifying to think but about. You take one giant puff, you're like, oh you're like, what is going on? You're like traveling like light years <laughs> in the universe. You're, you're like, like, you're like naked. You're just this. You're, you're just becoming. You know, you're just this animal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, things don't even make sense when you're in this dimension, you know? You're like, Mommy! What's going on? Why are the trees so <laughs> Why, why, why do you look like an elephant? You know? Yeah, you're just like, your eyes just, your pupils just exactly. get wide, larger, and you're like, you're like, whoa. Like, that's... Whoa, bro. Like, just the thoughts of, like, psychedelics ever since, you know, ever since I knew about them, right? Since the beginning of time, whatever. But yeah. I just find it scary because, like, what, what happens if you're, like, let's say... I know this is like a weird scenario, but you're like, let's say you're in the Vegas hotel, right? And you take a hit of it. How do you know whether you're jumping off a balcony or not? Oh, you know? snap. Like, you're going to fly. That's, that's pretty terrifying. Especially, and, and it's like, um, I think Vegas is like, they've got a lot of lights oh, yeah. at night, so it must be like a trip for them. Oh my goodness. Like, like how, how far does it go? Like, will the lights trip you, or like, will you be unfaced by lights, or you're just in this different universe? Like, how, what kind of level are we talking here, you know? You know, I feel like technology is going to be very interesting. Like, I feel like it's going to be so advanced to the point where, like, you can see how, you know, let's say somebody, like, smokes shrooms. I feel like there's going to be, like, a software, some simulation where you can actually see what everybody else sees without you taking it. I feel like that, I feel like, because, you know, they do VR. So, like, I feel like eventually they're going to be, like, well, let's kind of show people what happens when you, like, smoke shrooms. That way, you know, you actually know what you're actually going to be dealing with and, you know, help help you, like, prepare yourself, you know. I feel like that, that's good. that might be interesting. But the tricky thing is, everyone's like, yo, I have a different experience. Yo, man, like, my experience is so different from yours. Yo, man, you had a bad trip? That's part of it, you know, it's like... I feel like oh. there'll be, like, a setting. Good, good trip and bad trip. You just... Whoop, whoop. 
Yeah, I think the moment if I see the bad trip on the VR headset, I'll be like, yep, I'm out. I'm not, not going even near this thing. Watch it. <laughs> just like glitching out. Oh my goodness, dude. It's like it's not even part of the simulation. It's just malfunctioning. Like, what's going on? <laughs> They're just inserting random stuff in there. Oh god, dude. Yeah, because like you know those videos, like you said, you know on YouTube, there's like these simulations where it's like people with Alzheimer's or something like that, or like schizophrenia or whatever. Yeah. And I can't even watch it like a minute in. I'm like, all right, I'm done. This is this is too much for me. You know what I'm saying? Wait. Like, the... There's actual like videos, like simulations about that. I didn't know that. Like, VR, like, I don't even have a headset, but you can, like, move around and basically see what they're doing. Like, they're walking in a grocery store. Oh, like, you're you're in that person's point of view? Yeah. Really? Yeah, there's one with, like, Alzheimer's, where, like, they keep losing their memory. Like, oh, where was I going? Or, or what was I doing again? Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, this is terrifying. Like, I feel like I'm this person, and I, I, I want to stop the video, you know? So it's, like, it's kind of overwhelming, to be honest. Even you're, just like, you're just like, wait, where's the pause button? <laughs> <laughs> it's harder to pause on VR too. You gotta like press it in a funky way, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you did it with the VR, not like you don't watch on YouTube. Oh no, I watch it like this. Like when you like grab your phone, you just like move around or just like you know scroll to like different directions, you know? Oh. Uh, There's no way I'm wearing a headset with that. No way. No shot. Like uh, my my palms were literally sweating when I was watching the video, dude. That's how bad it was. That, that's terrifying. That's what I thought that you meant when you said like like videos or simulations. I was like, oh, he knows about the, you know. I feel like it, it'd be interesting because like when you mention that, I feel like eventually they're gonna get to that level. They, they, they probably will. And you know what? Probably in that time they'll probably be like cures for it too. You know what I'm saying? You know how amazing it would be if there was like a, a remedy for like people who want to back out from a psychedelic trip. And they could just take something. Yeah, yeah. Like kind of just cancels it out really quick. That was it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if that's the case, I would definitely. Nah, what am I saying? I would never try that. <laughs> you, just, you just try really quick, really quick, and you're just like, nope, nope, nope. That's a little bit of purple. <laughs> that's it. That's I'm, it. I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared. I can go further than that. I feel like that'd be kind of like comforting and like reassuring, though. Like, just. Yeah. They should definitely make something like that. Because, you know, like, they're afraid of what could happen. Mm-hmm. And if you have like something to like help, you know, give you like a safety net. You yeah, know. like people want to watch you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that way you're not like experience the whole thing and like actually like freak out or you know, something That's terrible goes wrong. Like you, know? you imagine you have like the pill to like take away the effects and then you look at it, it's like a spider. Yeah, you're, you're like, like, oh, oh. like throw it away. So you gotta have your friends with you, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like make you like eat it, dang it. And that's a good invention, Christian. Hey, we're hey, we're yeah. not just doing food now. We're going into the pharmaceutical stuff. Hey, pharma. Hit me up whenever you're, you know, whenever you're interested. I'm giving you my ideas. The blueprint. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. To be the ambassador. To be like, man, ever since Christian Felix, man, these kids have been trying psychedelics in the most safe way possible. I don't know about trying it. I just thought it'd be a day. <laughs> yeah, I won't personally try I it. I won't ever try it myself. Because I'm scared. Because, you know, there's, I don't know if it's true, but there's some people who, you know, their brain, you know, everyone's built differently, right? Yeah. So I'm scared that my brain could, like, open this. Like, I don't want to, I'm scared I might turn crazy because, you know, there's, like, PCP. They, they say some people actually permanently have, like, you know, permanent symptoms. Like, long-lasting yeah. chronic, you know, lasting, you know, schizophrenia or stuff like that. Oh, no, thank you. So I don't want to take that risk. Like, that's like in the lottery, but yeah, look, you know. Can you imagine, like, you're, yeah. like, you're just having fun with your friends, you take a hit, you're like, yeah, just from the night, <laughs> and now you're left with, you know, some psychosis or the rest of your life, it's like, eh, I don't know, that's guys. That's just, I don't know, that's, 
That's terrifying. Just, you know, I, I'll, I'll give those people props because they, they really are so careless. They just don't even think about it too much, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to say don't think about it, just go, you know, with life, but that's the exception right there. I don't know. Don't, like, change your life forever like that. For those little moments, you know? Just off something like that, you know? Yeah, and for the youngins listening, if you, those people around you don't want to be your friends because you don't want to take whatever they're taking. You just save yourself. They're not your friends, alright? go find better friends in life. You're going to find some. I promise you. But yeah, that's just my two cents, you know. I think it's going to be interesting because, you know, like, obviously Tesla's pretty new, but it's still, like, this technology's insane. Driverless cars now. You heard the news? What? I heard, um, I think, I think the government in every state, they're not going to find Tesla every time, like, something, like, a malfunction happens. They're still driving cars. Find them? Yeah, they're going to find them. Like, legal finds. Wow. Yeah, I don't think it only applies to Tesla, but that's the first thing that comes to mind, you know. But every autonomous vehicle that messes up in the road and you know causes fatal or injuries, they gotta they gotta pay a fine to like the government. So, and I honestly don't think the government is doing it because they care for people, you know. They're just trying to like, hey, you know, we can we can make a quick buck. We can seem, we can make it seem like we're punishing them. He's like, how dare you hurt Sally in the backseat, you know? He's like, you know, give us money. You know? I did not know that. That's actually like. Very it is kind of messed up. It's like it's like an ulterior motive right there. Yeah, because they're kind of prompting off people's potential, you know, God forbid, like death, like a, a life-changing injury, you know, where you can lose your, you know, a limb or something. And you have the government here instead, you know, I feel like the government should enforce this bill where they compensate that victim with money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, the money won't fix the problem, obviously. It's like a permanent thing. Yeah. But it's at least something to like ease the mind of those people. He's like. The people that need to mourn, they can't, they shouldn't be working. They shouldn't be yeah. doing these things, you know. It just makes life harder for them. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, how about, you know, big government? How about you uh, reevaluate your uh, decisions and, you know. Yeah, let's do another congressional simulation. <laughs> I'm down. It's like it becomes real this time. Like, oh, snap. You're like, actually getting real money. It's like one of the centers. You gotta take out Christian, right? You gotta do the job. But I do not know you after this. A hitman? A legit hitman? I don't know, thank you. I'm on the bull, I'm just like, I'm like on the, the, you know, the thing where you talk. <laughs> the sniper's <laughs> like, I got locked on. You know, you see like the glares on Call of Duty Wars? Yeah! Yeah, that's, that's when the Warzone gaming instinct comes in. Fuck! Get everybody, get the <laughs> The guards are like, hey, 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 is it really sunny today? You're like, uh-oh. Jump down. Right, wait, that's not sun. You see multiple just flashing? No, I just jumped into like the I just jumped the crowd. Hey, you just you just see like a green dot precision airstrike. It's like on my forehead. <laughs> you just hear oh god. You hear like <laughs> Run! Uh, I gotta go. <laughs> so what's going on? This is the place. Oh yeah. Okay, that's what's happening. For those of you that don't know, this is gaming reference, alright? Yeah. Warzone. Me and Christian play a lot of Warzone. Oh, yeah. It's we should still do that on. You play Cold War? I play Cold War. Yeah. Let's play Cold War tonight. Yeah, the only problem is, the reason oh, I play. Oh, what? No, no, no. I have it updated and everything, but the reason I play Warzone with these fellows, some listeners, is because I have Discord. Yeah. But I have uh, Cold War on my console, so you're gonna have to, like, you know, listen to my uh, low quality mic, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of a trade-off. Yeah, let's play, let's play Cold War, you and me. I've played Cold War so many times, like, okay. yeah. I just play by myself. Really? Yeah. Why, what is that, man? Evan doesn't play Cold War? No, nah, because he's playing WoW. Oh, 
Yeah. Wow, that game's still going strong. Yeah. Oh, uh, never mind. I've been streaming now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, during my free time. It's going well. It's well, it's very time-consuming, but, like, I enjoy it. No, it's not. There's no such thing as time-consuming. You enjoy it. It's just, when I look at the time, I'm like, oh, snap. It's, like, 9 o'clock, and then now it's, like, 12. Oh. Look, guys, that, that brings up an important point. Keep, if, you, if you enjoy streaming or making videos, just keep doing it, right? Because you never know where that can land you, you know? Mm -hmm. you, yeah, sure, you can graduate from college, but this could be your livelihood, you know? Maybe that college degree could work, you know? Maybe, for, you know, for example, communication major for me. Yeah. I could be a good, you know, communicator with, like, business, you know, associates or networking, but, I, you know, if I could, you know, become a full-time content creator, start, like, an eSports team or whatever, et cetera, et cetera, you bet I'm taking that risk. I, I consider myself a C student, okay? So... Hey, nothing wrong with that. It just means, you know, you like to, to like to get out there. Yeah, the reality is, you know, this is getting pretty deep. That's okay. That's okay. Is, for the people who are really determined, the ones that you that make it, you're gonna you're gonna when you look into their stories, right? You're gonna realize they lost friends, they lost families, at least for a, a, a while, because you know they were probably down below at yeah. the moment. But at the end, they all worked out. In the end, now people are like, oh man, this guy was right for doing what he did. Like he took that chance and he was successful. Yeah. So yeah, at the moment you're gonna lose some friends, and you might get your parents might get pissed off at you. But if you're giving it 150 percent, then, then I say go for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't don't half-ass it, you know, and then you're gonna make it. You gotta put all in, man. If it ain't all in, you're not gonna make it. Well, I don't wanna say you're not gonna make it, but you know, hard work pays off. Hard work beats talent. So just remember that. That's yeah. my perspective. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's it brings a really good point. You know, like. I know um, a lot of us are probably going to face midlife crisis. That's pretty common with a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, there's going to be times when you question, what are you doing? Exactly. But at the same time, like, if you really enjoy what you do and you still question it, like, I'd say, like, just be confident in yourself and just know you got to be patient. And, you know, if you give it time and it still doesn't work, then, you know, it doesn't hurt to change. Switch it up. Yeah, like, you know, you could have like, you know, example LinkedIn. You could be like, you know, ten years of working. I don't know, uh, Trader Joe's, for example. You know, sure it looks good because it's like ten years. But then if you look at someone else and they have like multiple, like, you know, multiple jobs, like you know, it's like short periods of time. Like you can kind of see like, oh, they tried, you know, internship. Maybe they tried, oh, they're a sales associate. Oh, they're. Uh, you know, a social media content creator, oh, they're a filmmaker, you know, it really just, as long as you're, like, having a lot of skills, you know, and just enjoying it, nothing wrong with 10 years, it's a good reputation, but, like, you know, if you really want to, like, keep yourself competitive out of everyone else and stand out, you know, just, it just shows that if you're willing to be open and learn a lot of skills and trying to find out, figure out what you're good at, what you want to, like, go in for, and, like, nothing wrong with having like a messy resume you know as long as you have the skills needed for it you should be fine yeah do you have a linkedin okay i was gonna well i'm gonna mention it but like in linkedin i like just started one like I'd say half a year ago first i was like what's linkedin because you know i heard it from like you know gary v saying like make a linkedin because you get organic reach yeah, yeah, and uh, but also I just learned because you know a lot of people are like oh you got LinkedIn. And I hear people say mention it a few times. I'm like oh what is it? 
oh, it's, you know, a good way to, like, show a resume, get yourself out there for, like, jobs and interns. Oh, well, okay. Looked at it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is really interesting. And then I was looking at some internships. Some of them are, like, really weird. Like, by weird, I mean, like, they're really picky on qualifications. Like, oh, you know, 3.0 GPA. And then, like, but three years of, you know, lab technician or something, experience, yeah, like five years or, you know, something like that, I'm just like, what? Like, these are like, yeah, this is supposed to be like entry level, you know, like beginner, like you're no job experience, you know, you're stepping right in trying to get experience. You know, and that's the thing about college, like, you know. That's, you know, it's definitely the safest route to go, but people end up having, like, say, a midlife, midlife crisis, or like a, a, a 20s crisis, I guess Yeah, it. it happens. Because the demand, the demand is lower than the amount of people actually getting degrees, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, let's say there's like 15 spots for this job, like math engineer, or engineers, right? And then there's like 400 people applying for it, you know? Mm-hmm. So somehow these people who have like the best degree, like the smartest people that you ever knew in your life, are still like probably thirty something, and they're still you know they're working in this part time job using is this field that they you know they majored in is so competitive, it's like cutthroat, so it's like kind of dangerous. And then you know then they're like you know constantly like, well, did I really want to do this? Like I did yeah. to impress my parents, I did it to make them proud, but I'm still here, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like do do what you love in life, you know. Like, it's like I mentioned previously, so you're, you're going to get pissed that you're doing what you want in life, but you know, meet me halfway with them. You have to finish that degree and then do what you love at the same time. And then when it comes to the game, the job, and do what you want to do, you know? But you still got that degree, so it shows your parents. I mean, I, I think that's the safest job to do, but it's going to be hard. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really tough, especially, you know, since, you know, you feel like you have this passion, but you just aren't sure. And I mean, it can go for, it goes for me too, you know, like, I don't know about you, Christian, but like, sometimes like, I get a little, uh, a little worried about what I'm going to do with my future, but then like, I don't know, like, uh, it's scary, it's scary to think about, but at the same time, you know, like, if you just feel the urge to actually, you know, continue this, and you like, don't really care about trying to make money, but like, really enjoy doing the work for, you know, I think there's nothing wrong with it. It's going to be tough for sure, like, especially since the way the world works is you got to, like, make a lot of money in order to, like, live, depending on the area you're in, and just try to thrive off of it. It's tough for, like, you know, dancers and, you know, like, songwriters and, you know, the jobs are, like, that don't really make as much because it's not as popular. But, you know, if, if you just hustle and, like, you know, do a sad job or, you know, just humble humble yourself a little bit and just, like, you know, live in an apartment with multiple people or eat, you know, cheap foods for a while, like, you'll eventually hit big. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then you'll, you know, you'll be saving money, too. So. Yeah, just, you just got to make, like, little sacrifices for sure. And honestly, just, like, try to prepare yourself for the most, like, in the future. Here's the reality people don't like as well. You gotta spend money to make money. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, I wanna do this, I wanna do that. I say, alright, cool, then get the equipment. Oh, I don't wanna you know, pay that much money for a mic. You know, even if it's like a Yeti mic, you don't wanna spend money on The mic we got. This is pretty cheap though. Well, you know, there's some people who don't even wanna spend a cent. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean, right? And it's like, how do you spend 
you expect to make it where you are if you're not gonna like at least have this decent setup, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever it may be, whether it's like your mics or the camera or just this crew, you know? Like you gotta get out there as well. Like networking is very important. Yeah. You gotta find people that like what you like, you know? I mean think about musicians. There was a surrounded by musicians and like probably yeah. athletes. Think about yeah. gamers. What are they surrounded by? Gamers. Gamers, man. And you know, then you see Optic, you see Phase, you see Soar, you know, you see all these teams, and it's like, they all started because, you know, they all stayed as a group, and they all kept promoting each other, and they were, they're friends with family at this point, now. So that, I mean, I like the idea that you said about, like, living with others, especially if they have, like, similar aspirations as you. They don't have to be exactly the same, but it could be content in general, like, one wants to do gaming, one wants to do fitness. So what you have in common is, you're both in social media, mm-hmm. you guys can have, you know, collaborations, but it's not even going to feel like collaborations, because you guys are actually friends. Yeah. So it's going to be natural and organic, and I think that's probably the best way to go with, like, you know, making videos with others. If it's natural, it's kind of going to feel like some mandatory thing, like, ah, oh, I gotta, like, you know, let's pretend I'm, like, some guy from face, like, oh, crap, I gotta do something with like optics, stump or something. Yeah. They're not really friends, they're not really going to enjoy it, you know? Yeah. But if Optics comes with Optic Hex, it's like, oh, heck yeah, I'm going to make a video today. Yep. And they're going to keep it consistent. Next thing you know, they, they write on views, you know what I'm saying? And honestly, I'm not saying they beat them in life, but I'm just saying, as an example. You know? This is a gaming team, by the way. It's a gaming team. Oh, jeez. Yep. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I think what you, what you brought was a good point, though. Like, to add on to it, I, I'd say, like, I hear it a lot from, like, you know, um, like multi-millionaires and all those, they say like the five friends that you have are who you are right now. So if you're if you're hanging out with like people that party, you're gonna be the sixth person that's gonna be partying. If you hang out with the five, you know, millionaires, you're gonna be the sixth one because you're gonna be following the same habits that they do, and you're gonna be like aspiring to be like them. You're gonna be in that environment that they're in. So it really depends. And I think it's like. It's interesting because in college, you know, you want to make as many friends as you can. You want to, like, get yourself out there. But, like, when you get older and, like, when you graduate, you want to just be careful with the five friends that you have because, you know, it's like in high school. Sure, you have all these friends, but then, you know, everyone's going to move on in college. Everyone's going to separate. You're not going to, like, contact them often. And, you know, we're out of each other. Yeah, it's like those five people that you will have soon are gonna be who you are. And you know, I think that's a lot of people like a lot of people can't like go with that. It's like, oh man, I'm losing all my friends and this and that. Yeah. It's it's tough. Like, the thing is, I was friends with a lot of people in high school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I was pretty pretty self-reserved at the same time. So uh, even though I I got along with a lot of people, you know, uh, I I always knew who my real friends you know were. You know what I'm saying? It was like actually like you know, talk to like you and me right now. Yeah. Like Anthony, Samer, you know, etc. A lot of people. Well, not, not a lot, but you know, the circle is pretty small compared to like others. But when you look at those people, it's like, are they really genuinely friends for like, in terms of like connection? Or are they just friends because they're just doing these crazy things? You know, they're, they're partying, you know, they're like, you know, doing all these, you know, you know high school things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that doesn't really age well in the long term because once you're in college, you're like, all right, well, the partying's done, so why do I need you, you know? Yeah. But us, on the other hand, it's like, well, we're still hanging out. We still, you know, play games. We still go, you know, we'll, you know, we still really mess with, with each other a lot. Yeah. So it's like we're going to keep it going because that's what we do. 
<laughs> I'd say, um, yeah, it's funny when you mention that, like, I feel like it's, I'm mean, like, remembering how we met in high school, I feel like it was, was it PE? I think it was PE. Wait, was it? Yeah, it was, because that's when, that's when I met you, Tristan, and, um, John and Gary. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, because I think I was, like, new when I, like, because sophomore year, I was, like, I transferred to Hillsdale, so I didn't know, I only knew, like, Evan and, like, a few people from Abbott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he went to a different school. But, like, he was, like, my childhood friend, so I, like, knew who he was. Um, and then I think, I remember, like, PE first year, like, trying to, like, make friends with somebody, so I was like, oh, you know, Christian looks pretty friendly. I didn't know him by that, at that time. It was, like, volleyball, too. I was like, oh, hey, what's your name? And then we just chatted, and then we met, you know, Tristan. And, uh, yeah, some funny, funny memories. <laughs> I can't believe he said it too. No, he just walked by. It was so awkward. But I think it was just that group was like it was just fun. Yeah, it was like during PE we'd always talk during like the times we would like uh, walk around and like do activities and then. And then after that, we had, like, you know, we met in the library. Like, that's what, like, deepened our relationship, because we'd be, like, roasting our math teacher. Mr. Asp. <laughs> well, because they know we went to Hillsville, so, like, they're, they're going to know. Yeah, they know. They'll, they'll, they'll get it. If you're taking this classes, I think you'll get it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, unless you're retired. Unless, yeah, unless you're retired. Or he's only basketball coaching at this point. I don't know. He's a nice dude, just, I don't know, high school teachers are interesting, like, some were cool, but, like, the, the, the subject just felt pointless, like, no offense, but, like, English didn't really help, like, sure, it helped in, like, like, you know, writing sometimes, typing sometimes, but, like, you know, just, it felt so repetitive, just, like, read a book, talk about it, debate about it, writing logs, writing logs, yeah. But you know, going back to the math teachers, my my old my third advisor, Donahoe, was a math teacher, so he was probably the only math teacher that I actually truly respected because he just wanted the best for me, you know. Yeah. And since he was my advisor, we had that deeper connection. And you know, just you know, walking the stage when I graduated, you know, you know, him saying that he was very proud of me, it was like kind of like kind of clicked in my brain, like I gotta keep that felt good, you know. Yeah. So I gotta keep that going. I don't know if it's gonna be college or whatever, but. I want, I want to hear those words again from the people I look up to. You know? So, you know, shout out to that only cool math teacher. I'm sure there's another cool math teacher. I heard Mr. McInerney was pretty good. Yeah, I heard he was good. So I'll give him credit for that. Because, you know, people vouch for him. But, yeah, math teachers generally are not really <laughs> they, they get a bad rap. You know? Yeah, math and English and history. Yeah. English was there. pretty good. I, I, I didn't have a bad experience to say the least. I didn't have one either. It's just, it's just some, sometimes it just felt so boring. Like let's let's analyze uh, Hamlet. Yeah. What was the Lord of the Flies? Give us context on what you think this uh, author is trying to convey. Well, uh, why do you think he described this animal with waves? It's like, uh, is this gonna help me get a salary? There's limited poems. Poems are like the most boring thing. Sure, it was like deep sometimes, but like 
and it analyzes it, you like, like, explain a little bit more. You give it, you're like, okay, okay, give a little bit more, explain why you said that. You're like, uh oh. Interesting. Well, why do you say that? I just gave you a whole paragraph of why you said that. Can you just can you elaborate? Just elaborate. You know, just. I'm sorry. Was my paragraph not enough for these you're just reading it and like everyone's just bored. And I used, I, that's what I used for my senior defense. I, used, I had to read like a poem or something. Yeah. Or like, you know, like, like analogies or metaphors. And I was like, great, man. Like, that's the only reason why I failed it the first time. I had to do that same section again the second time I passed. But, but man, that was, it was pretty pretty intimidating because they only gave like a two minutes to like read it. Yeah. And then you had to like say like what, what your interpretation was. I, I forgot what that segment was called, but it was different for each other subject, you know? Yeah. That was yeah. for me. I had to read, like, two poems or something. So that was crazy. Uh, you know, going off of that, like, I know we talked about it before the podcast, like, senior capsules or whatever, senior defense. I don't know why our school in particular just decides to do this project. Oh, I'll tell you who started it. Who? Mr. Gilbert. Mr. Oh. He would, um, you know, to give people context, I, I took our video from these people when we did this documentary project. This other group did this project of, you know, the upbringing of senior defense. Yeah. And it was literally an interview with Mr. Gilbert, Principal Gilbert, saying like, oh yeah, when I was in Stanford, I realized I wasn't ready, I wasn't confident speaking. So once I became a principal, you know, he said he eventually senior defense to keep make people more confident once they go into like college, you know, it's like, um, Kind of, but like... But it's like, you see people crying, that's why you know it's really bad, you know? Like, I literally saw this poor girl crying. Bad turnaround numbers. Like, okay, like, don't get me wrong, the idea is not bad, but when you do it to everybody, everybody just isn't going to agree on the same page. Like, so the idea of it is, like, you pick a subject that you enjoy, then you gotta, like, go through a series of questions from a panel of judges. They're going to ask you questions relating to the topic. So let's say if they do like math, they're going to be like, all right, solve this equation and then give us your reasoning behind it. Then, you know, you give your answer and, you know, they're going to be like, okay, you did well later on. And then, you know, they go on to the next question. Then after that, they give you this article and they're going to be like, is this credible or not? And then it's like, it's a, it's a it's an article that's like not even relating to your subject sometimes. Mine kind of did, but other, I think other cases it did for some people. But you have to look at the article, analyze it, and be like, is this credible? And you're like, yes or no. And if you don't do that, if you don't do well on that, you have to redo whatever you got bad, bad scores on. And then the panel was okay. It really, it's, it's depending on who you're getting. It's a, game of, it's a game of chance. Like, if you have the chillest teacher, you will pass. If you have a strict one, you're going to have to work for that. Yeah, you can do really well with a strict teacher and fail, or you, do, or you can also do really bad with, like, a chill teacher and pass. Yeah, and then, like, I don't know. I didn't really like the way they chose teachers. Like, sure, it was, like... I know, I get it, like, every senior is, you know, you had to, like, figure out, you know, which teachers you can put them with, like, it's tough to schedule, but, like, it's so random, it's like a game of chance, you don't know if you're gonna pass based off your teacher, yeah, and then, like, I don't know, it, it's, uh, it's tough because 
you don't even get to choose when you get to decide, like, your presentation. Like, they give you a random date and a time. So you could be doing it in the morning, and that's when they have spectators. Spectators will, will, will watch you, and some will record your, your thing for, like, future uh, references. But then, like, you know, you can't even pick who or, like, what time. So, like, that just made things worse. Because if you're really shy and it's in the morning, you're going to have a lot of people show up. Like, just sophomores, juniors, they'd be looking at your presentation because you're a senior. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. And here's the worst part. So, for people who don't know, ever since you become a freshman, they start telling you about these things. They want you to prepare those four years. Guess what, buddy? I started a month before the senior defense, like, actually working on it. A month before, not for four years, I did it in a month. You know, when you come to think about it, for me to fail just one portion, it could have been really worse. Because, you know, it's like I said, that portion is like something you don't even prepare for. You just read it. Yeah. You know, nowhere. And the rest of it, right? I asked my teacher, Mr. Roberts, for help. Yeah. And get this. I ended up finding out that one of my panelists was Mr. Roberts. So I was like, you can't fail me. You made this. You know? You created this. You literally set this whole thing up for me. He's like, you're like, Father? He's like, I'm sorry, son. You failed. Uh, how much? Or, well, what's that? Small price to pay for something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, uh, how much did it cost? Everything. <laughs> that mean? He's about to stamp it. It's like, it looks like a pass, but it's just fail. <laughs> but it's an F. <laughs> PTSD. I don't really like that. I'm, like, it's messed up how, like, two years later, they, like, took that out of the system. It really isn't. Like, we had to suffer through it. Imagine being that kid who was being told, like, you're going to do this, and, like, once you hit senior years, like, we're not doing it anymore. You know how, like, I feel so... Yeah. Like, I think after using the restaurant, you're being Mexican. It's like, oh... You just feel a relief. <laughs> interesting, uh, oh, interesting analogy. I like it though. Yeah. Uh, Those kids, I envy you so much. Yeah. And remember when we had to fill those papers? Like every CA, so every project in any subject, depending on how big the project was, you had to fill out forms and say like what you could have done better, how what did you struggle on, and then you're gonna use that for your senior defense. And then you like it's just it's so much writing and like you don't even use half of the ones because you pick your subjects, so like you know. I don't, I don't like it because then it, it just feels discouraging when you look back at all of them. You're like proficient or you know fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just it looks so bad when you look back and you're like, wow, I was trying to forget about it. Yeah. You know, you know what's funny? I think the only ones I had was like PE, PE, and uh, I didn't have that one. I had, I had, uh, I had, I had PE, and then one science project, 
project, which is design and experiment, and then uh, the JHP, because I know I did really well on that. And then I was the one with the giant essay with history and English combined together, and you work on like like current issues. I did food insecurity too. Yeah, I did actually really well. Like surprisingly, even though I was like terrible at writing, that was like the best piece I did. He's like, you know, I can help you. Yeah, like you know, Christian. Uh, he's like portrayal. He's like, no, we had a good, good long run. I'm oh, sorry, I gotta cut the ties here. He's like what? MP, yeah. NP, not permission. They really, they really be hitting you with like adult type of situations. They go so long. Like, Mr. Silva was one of those people. Well, like, what do he look like? Was he Spanish? Was he Spanish? Teacher? He was Spanish, yes. And uh, he had like, like dirty blonde hair, like a little brown hair, like, like a brown beard. I think I've seen them. He was hardcore. I mean, he, he heard you speak English in class, so like they got a marble, which would like accumulate for pizza parties or movies at night or whatever. Yeah. Or like a movie class. And everyone would be like, oh, I'm be like, oh, frick, you know, like, you know, like, like, who the hell speaks English? And they're like, well, look at the guy. You know, look at the guy. Really? I mean, I mean, I, I guess it's nice to reward them, but like, man, what if you're just like, you need to go to the bathroom, and you're like, if we get it, you hear like Spanish class, you're like, teacher, can I go to the bathroom? And then like, in Espanol, por favor, you're like, yo necesito, yo necesito baño. No, I had a, I had a koi. Presence is just scary enough. That thing scares me. He just looks at me like, hey, how you doing? He can just snap at it any moment. This man could just end my career. Good times, good times. Yeah, good times in high school. Some bad times there, man. Did I ever tell you uh, high school? Like graduation? Yeah, 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 when yeah, it, yeah, yeah, when it, yeah, when it, that was, that was so uncool. Alright, so, hold on, I'm so clear, okay, good. So, uh, in high school, 
graduation. I think we had a rehearsal. It was like the last day too, the last day of school ever, I think. Yeah, weird to have a rehearsal on the last day when we could have just done it earlier. Anyway, the day before rehearsal, I went I went out to run with Din. Do you remember him? Yeah, so, yeah, so I ran with him at night time. I don't know why, but for some reason I decided, you know, I'm going I'm to run with him. So I ran with him. And it was really cold out. Um, and then the next day, I got sick. And like, it was one of those like rehearsals where it's mandatory. Like, if you miss that rehearsal, you can't walk for graduation, which is like so dumb because it's like, you know, it, it was a legit reason. You know, I, I was sick. My mom even called the office like, hey, like, Felix is sick. He he can't come today. And like. It was frustrating. Like, I knew it was my mistake for, like, going out that one day and running when I, it was obviously cold. But then, like, what was even more messed up was, like, I felt fine, like, in the afternoon. So it was perfect to, like, actually attend my graduation. So I walk in, I'm like, I talked to the office because I was like, hey, uh, I know I missed rehearsal, but, you know, can I still walk? Because that was the main question. And then I think it was, who's that assistant principal or whatever? Uh, Mr. Kirk? No, not Kirk. Um, the lady, you know, was an advisor. Advisor for gay. Milton, yeah. I talked to Milton because you know, she was really cool. She was really nice about it. She was like, yeah, yeah, let me, let me talk to um, Mr. Kirk. So, like, she got Mr. Kirk. Yeah, sorry, I'm calling out names, but, like, you know, this this is, like, for actual context. This, this, yeah, yeah. And then Mr. Kirk comes in, he's like, you know, um, Felix, I'm glad you're feeling better, um, but you know, unfortunately, we did tell people in advance that if you miss rehearsal, you can't walk, and I was like, devastated, so, so I was like, so what can I do, and he's like, you can still do graduation, you just can't walk, I'm like, okay, so what do I do, and then I was like, uh, wait just a moment, I'm gonna get somebody, so I was waiting outside with everybody, you know, like, where everyone's taking pictures, you know, celebrating, you know, graduating. So I was, like, chilling with friends. I was like, hey, uh, you know, what's up? And they're like, wait, Felix, wait, I heard you miss a rehearsal. What happened? I was like, you know, I was feeling sick, but I'm, I'm fine now. And then, no, Mr. Kirk's done me a sign. He's like, all right, uh, follow this guy. So I walked down to the, the stage of where, you know, all the parents and spectators will be watching everybody. And he's like, all right, you got to sit right here. I sat on the row of seats where, like, not even where the students are sitting. I'm, like, outside of it. Yeah, yeah, so I'm, like, sitting where, like, the teachers are kind of are, and then I sat there, and I was like, all right, you gotta sit down and wait, so legit, I'm just sitting there, in my gown, and all the parents were, like, coming in, so they, like, started sitting down, and they're, like, I'm probably wondering, why is this, like, one kid just sitting here, and I, like, legit was so embarrassed, because, like, my parents were there, too, and, like, my friends from, like, you know, grade below me saw me, too, because they, you know, they're, they, uh, got, like, guest passes, whatever, so they were just, like, wonder what I was doing, and I was like, yeah, I just chilling here, and then, like, you know, 30 minutes go by, and no one has walked in, I'm still on the seat, I was there before you guys even walked down there, so I was just chilling there, yeah, they, they looked at me for quite a while, like, I didn't really want to look around, I had my, no, you're good, you can, it's all good, and I had my phone, and I was just looking at it. And you know, obviously, this is pretty relatable. You know when you just grab your phone and you don't even do anything, you just look at it, and you kind of like flip around just to make it look like you're doing something? I just did that the entire time because I, I legit had nothing to do. 
and like I was like waiting and I just heard the same music over and over yeah yeah the yeah the graduation kind of like you know the vibe and then finally everyone's walking down but I realized it's one at a time or two people at a time because you know we have two ramps two ramps you know, each person goes down the ramp together, they call up the names, so I'm just waiting, and it's taking forever, because, you know, our class is huge, so I'm just waiting for everybody to finally sit down, and as everyone's walking down the ramp, they're just looking at me, they're like, Felix, what are you doing here? I'm like, it's a long story, I can't tell you, so I'm just waiting, I'm like, oh, when is it going to, like, end, and then, you know, I'm not trying to sound rude, but, like, I'm just sitting there, like, I can't even walk myself, like, I get it's a special moment for everyone else, but, like, this is also a moment for me too to like celebrate so I'm just like great what am I gonna do I'm like you know obviously I was upset you know for that reason like I can't walk finally everyone sits down and listen to these speeches I'm still sitting where the teachers are even where the teachers they could see me across and some teachers are sitting next to me too so they just like no like I had Donna and uh Mylan and Stuart like across from me, so they saw me. They just didn't know what I was doing there. Yeah, and like Lazara there, like I just I felt so awkward. And then like you know, finally like you know they're giving the speeches, and then you know, everyone you know, call out the names, grab your award, shake hands with the principal. So I'm like waiting and like wait, when can I like sit down? Because you know it's awkward because they're calling out the names. So and then finally like Madison's like. Uh, he's like, uh, hey, you, when they call your name, you can just stand up and join that. I'm like, okay. Yeah, 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 you line up with them. Like, cause, you know, they call the name and I have to go in that order. And then that's, you know, I can get my, you know, I can at least receive my diploma. But then I had to sit back down at the same seat. Like, I can't even sit with you guys. They had a chair. I'm pretty sure, but like, I just couldn't sit down there for some odd reason. Mr. Kirk, sorry, man. I, I don't want to sound rude, but I just like was very butthurt that entire time. Not trying, I'm not. I'm not saying I have a grudge against him, but like he did me really dirty. And like, I, like I get it. Like the viewers, like yo, why are you upset at the assistant who was doing his job? It's like, let me give you more context. I was never sick my whole entire high school career, except that one day. That was the one day I actually missed school for a legit reason. Other times it was for sports, but that's an exception. But like I never, I never did school. Was never really like sick. Like really got to the point where I had to sit out. Yeah, I, you know, I don't get like how like some people like miss so many school days, but like they could still walk down. Yeah, and I couldn't even. I'm not, I'm not trying to like you know throw you under the bus. Like it, it just doesn't sound fair how like I miss one day, even though it's like rehearsal, and still can't walk. At least let me walk. Like no one, no one's gonna know I missed rehearsal. Like the parents are not gonna know. Like I, I could still like I feel like I should have at least been able to do the whole thing, even if I missed it, because my friends could just tell me what to do. But like, come on, they're gonna they like, all right, we gotta get this nice, well organized. Oh, you missed, you know, get them out of the frost or whatever. And you know it's messed up. Like. 
after that, you know, I got to talk, I got to talk to friends, you know, catch up a little bit, be like, hey, what's up, you know, I'm gonna miss you, have a good one, I didn't go to the trip, because I didn't want to, I didn't sign up for it, and then, the Disney trip, like, after everyone had their graduation, like, where they got to stay there for, like, three or something, and then, what was more messed up was I got sick again that night. I legit, because I was waiting out there in the cold for 30 minutes, because it was, it was windy too. So I was waiting at 30 minutes there, and I listened to all the speeches, and then got sick again. I recovered, and then got sick again. It was touching, but like, come on, it was way too long. I had no idea who that guy was. Dude, I'm like, just thinking about that, it just makes me remember that. And I'm like, wow, I'm like kind of buttered. Something, not as, you know, it's not happy to me. I feel like this was done intentionally. Like, can I tell you this? Sure. So, sorry to interrupt, I'm sorry. No, you're good, you're good. You know, you get to the diploma, you get the regular one and the regular one. Yeah. And that's the reason why we do this in defense. Yeah. So, to use some context, I used to wear a lot of, like, Cookies shirt. And what people, if you, you know, for the viewers that know, Cookies is like a, a strain of weed. It's a brand by this guy named Burner. So, I used to wear a lot of Cookies, and yeah. Miss Milton, she didn't know me, right? But she knew Miss, my advisor, Miss Cowboy at the time. And the one time she caught me with all like cookies, shirt, pants, and all that. And, you know, because she was like, you know, substituting for us for advisory. Yeah. So we went to her advisory and shared her, you know, to be alongside her, you know, students. Yeah. She was like, she's like, do you really think, do you really think it's right for you to wear these things? Like, I thought she thought the Tupac hat that I was wearing was like yeah. something that I was like, I don't know what you think my intentions are, but that's not what it is. Whatever you think it is, not not bad intentions. She's like, yeah. oh no, I mean like this whole you know, cookies thing. I'm like, oh, I was so bad about it. I was like, it's legal, and you know, I, I didn't want to get too deep. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's closed. Yeah. Like, it's closed. Yeah. So the next day, she really talks to everyone. Mr. Manuel knows. Mr. Calvo knows. She's like, you embarrassed me in front of my peers right now. So I'm like, wow. like, please, if you ever wear that shirt again, what do I have it that same day? Right now, like that whole, uh, you know, the bleachers picture yeah. we had inside, yeah. like where the, where the yeah. rallies are. Yeah. It's like, please yeah. put your shirt inside out. I'm like, come on, Miss Calvo, don't do me like that. So I did it. So I did it. All the teachers were looking at me. Mr. Roberts and Mr. Manuel. Mr. Manuel, who I'm cool with, they kept looking at me because they knew they were talking smack about me. So yeah. he was just like, they like a thumbs up, like, you know, like we're still on your side, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of So, you know, shout out to Mr. Manuel at Roberts, right? But, uh, yeah, she really made this whole announcement. Like, no one could wear these shirts. And I, you know, I kind of thought I was like, come on. So get it, yeah. Yeah, only because of me. So fast forwarding, this lady, who I never knew, only that one interaction with her, right? Yeah. She'll like, literally, she'll see me in court, like the, the lunch court. She'll like, walk around the whole way around just to see what I'm wearing. Like she'll do it so subtly. Oh, like, is it, uh, is it, uh, the walkie-talkie? Yeah, yeah. I'm not even talking about No, no, uh, I think that definitely the, um, the one that always goes outside and makes sure. She was, she was Samra's advisor. I don't know, but her name was Miss Milton. She was like one of the top. Yeah, I know who Milton is, yeah, but I'm trying to remember that. Oh, Milton was looking at you. Yeah, she was there at the court every day. Wow. That's messed up. After, after that one Yeah. That's the second part. 
like my first graduation. I went up there, you know, I went like this. Like, oh, yeah, I graduated. I was like, Ooh, yeah, that shit. And I swear to God, this lady only gave me the regular diploma. She got give me the hills.
know, for Halloween, you know, skin wrestlers like this, this villain called Negan, or called Negan, and, uh... Negan, oh, uh, the uh, one eye patch, or the... The one with the baseball bat. The one, yeah, the one that kills Glenn or whatever? Yeah, the one that kills Glenn, but Glenn, don't make me sad. I don't watch the whole thing, like, the whole, like, trilogy series, but, like, I, I, know, I heard about that one episode. episode. I'm being sad now. If they kill Glenn, if they kill Spoiler, alert, they kill Abraham, too, though, Abraham. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Hey, yeah, we, yeah, we should have heard a spoiler, but, you know, you should know that this podcast, we talk about anything legit, so expect the unexpected. So, yeah, that villain that kills Glenn, he has his baseball bat, baseball player around it, and, you know, he was dressed as him, but he was afraid that he couldn't take it, because it was, it was a fake one, obviously, it was from Amazon, rubber, barber wires, you know, he's yeah. like, maybe I should take it, because, you know, after what happened, after the course, like, in 2000, Nine or something? Nine or something. Was it like some kid by a chainsaw? Apparently, I don't know. I heard, you know, I heard something like that. Something definitely happened like that. Yeah, another psych war. Anyways, he was scared. He was scared that they were not even gonna like, not even like think twice. Be like, maybe it's just fake, you know? Yeah. So he's like, I'm not gonna think that. I'm just gonna wear like the leather jacket or whatever, you know, or you know, whatever Negan's wearing. Yeah. He just, you know, cosplay. You know, just wait till after school because you know they really couldn't make a whole fuss about it. Yeah. You know. So yeah, man. There's been a lot of moments like that where we're like, should we do this? Should we do that? You know. Especially you know, we would watch like Walking Dead scenes in, in the library where like they're beheading people. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Anthony, I don't, I don't want them to like mistake them like you know, for actual videos of people being you know. Yeah, like chopped yeah, off, like, yeah, like real videos. those graphic ones. Because you know, this, this is like special, like, like high budget special effects. So we're like, like pretty realistic. We probably should like take this off right now. You know, even though it's a show, we to just yeah. We could yeah. be suspended or something. You know, they might think we're some like freaks. You know, pretty sensitive. You know, like like very slow mess around. So I feel like they take it a little too seriously. Oh yeah. I remember I tried printing something and they got like upset. Don't don't get me wrong. There's like a lady there. She's nice. Like she can like she can like be really strict. Yeah, no, and like the reason I think I told them this, I don't know, it was before after. Like we were watching this video game, just cost three gameplay. Yeah. And like the the protagonist made like a big launcher or something. They're like, hey, you're not supposed to watch that or something. And I was like, oh, come on, ladies, this is a video game, you know. So what makes you think they're gonna say about a Walking Dead? Yeah, they're gonna flip out. You're gonna be like, uh, Mr. Gilbert. Lock the doors. SWAT team comes in, like right behind us, sir. We need to step back. It's like, sir, just go by history. It's just walking dead. It's not a big deal. But yeah, I mean, that was our experience, you know. There was there was good and bad. Yeah, I don't know. High school was senior year was just terrible for me. Like, I enjoyed it, but there's just so many just like those moments. They just kind of just didn't make it work. The first two years were good. First two were good. They were really good. They were really good. I don't have to stress out about a senior, senior life, senioritis, and all that stuff. Oh yeah, that's what they call it. Like your hearing starts going downhill. Procrastinate. It's true though, because you have to like manage so many things. Apply for colleges, get your um, SAT, get your graduation, making sure you're meeting requirements for your classes and then all that sort of stuff. It's just it's a lot of stress. But it's okay, we'll be successful when we get to it. Yeah, we'll look back. This, this college thing is just like an obstacle. It's part of the progress. You gotta trust the process. That was motivational right there. 
gotta keep our head up, right? Because yeah. if we're not doing it, no one knows what we're doing. Yep, yep. Man, that was a long conversation. It just, yeah. it just happened. Yeah, I can't believe it. It's been like, I think almost an hour. Yeah, it's an hour. Yeah, it's an hour. Dude, this was supposed to be a, a, another half. <laughs> This one double. This one, and there's nothing wrong with it. I, it's, I'd say it's, yeah, it's just like a typical uh, Zoom, Zoom call. It just happened. Like, yeah, we just decided we might as well. Dang, dude, I ended your Rogan after your Rogan. Do you want to close it out then? Do you want to close it out then? Do you want to close it out Yeah. Well, guys, that is it. That is the end of the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed this wonderful conversation that me and Felix had. And Felix, thank you for having me as usual. It's an honor. And we'll catch you guys later. Take care. Take care of each other. Take care of each other. Peace and love, baby. Peace and love, baby.